You know what I saw today? Like a Taiwanese uh, bird of paradise. No, but strange a, for bedding. A woodpecker. Oh yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. so cute and like it had like red kind of neck and I don't know. It was really cool. And it like started a proper, pecking like Woody the woodpecker. woodpecker. Yeah, yeah, literally, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it started pecking that tree over there, and I was like, oh my god, that's so cool. And I was on a fo- like business phone call, and I was like. <laughs> Does this so business excited. phone call know that I can see a cool bird? Yeah, right I was like, I was so close to be like, oh my god. <laughs> Just talking important shit. Was like, hang on, hang on, I'm gonna interrupt you real quick. There's a fucking cool bird here. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know what woodpeckers were until I had to confront my mom about the cartoon Woody the Woodpecker. Because I'm like, what the fuck is this? Why did oh, <laughs> I was like, why did you have to confront your mom? What, what the fuck is this? This can't be real. There's <laughs> like no gear. I, there's the there's an animal is, that exists. I only it's thought they existed in like the U.S. Yeah, you know how some birds are like whatever animals are just like in one place. Yeah. So I thought they were only in in the U.S. And then like I actually saw one like a couple weeks ago with a friend, with an Irish friend, and we were like, "What the, the fuck, fuck what the is fuck? that?" Yeah. Because you could hear the yeah. I'm like, "What the what what the hell the, is that?" The German name for them is also really strange. It's a it's a Mauschbetter wood speaker or no no wall speaker. Huh? That makes it, no as, sense. As it speaks to the wall. I think this is probably from the time when German houses were made of wood, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is this is some peasant shit. What a, yeah, what a fucking weird... Mm. But then, uh, um, the most... Okay, so, by and large, the animals available in Germany are about the same <laughs> as the animals available in, like, Ireland. Yeah. Uh, and also a lot of Europe, like, there's just, you know, your, your standards... Wren, <laughs> a mole, a hedgehog, things of that nature. If it's in the Animals of Farthing Wood or whatever that show was called in your country, uh, um, the, the pan-European show about like animals dying. We talked about the Animals of Farthing Wood. Did you watch that? Uh, we, you guys told me about it and I was uh, like, this yeah. is the most traumatizing show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Animals, it's Game of Thrones shit. Like, we... St- <sighs> yeah. it's, it's, been, it's, been in the, it's been in the mind cloud of ideas for a long time. Um, to of, talk about this traumatizing to talk about like how fucked European cartoons are because mm. it's like that and like Alfred J. Quack that has like the metaphor for racism in it and oh, like the yeah, Hitler yeah. crow and stuff like that yep. and then Animals of Farthing Wood has like the female pheasant dies in the third episode and the like husband the male pheasant just like stays with her and dies with her and shit like that and I was Ew. like yeah, I was like there is like a six year old being like yeah <laughs> This, this is, is a cartoon. Oh my god! <laughs> the animals talk. That's why. That's the funny part. Yeah. The 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 audio does not match their movements at all because yeah. it was originally recorded in like French. I feel like with animals, like in the south of uh, south of Spain, in the yeah. south of Europe, it's different because like oh yeah, absolutely. I had never seen um, a fox until oh, I moved yeah, to yeah, Berlin. Yeah. I sorry to Dublin. Yeah, they're rife. They're everywhere. Oh my god. <laughs> like in the suburbs and stuff like i would be walking home yeah. from the lewis and like i would see like five they come like, up to you they're just like hey how's, how's it going you and they just session? stare at you and like, <laughs> i tried to i really want to touch a fox but like oh no you don't they're covered in all sorts of diseases oh. okay well <laughs> it's got mange for days oh yeah it's okay, not great no, we had like foxes in our back garden that like uh, um, had made a little nest we had little baby foxes and they were adorable <gasps> that's so cute yeah but there was a lot of like because the other problem is <laughs> weird uh, diseases uh, the other problem with Ireland is um, about 
flip a coin whenever you visit a vet, a vet if they're going to be like a farmer vet. And a farmer vet is just like, okay, what utility does this animal bring me? Does it bring none? Time to die. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, how much money can I get from this cow is kind of like the lottery they underpin. And as soon as it like an animal becomes inconvenient or diseased, it's just like, well, time to bring out the, the, the cleaver. Oh, <laughs> That zero compassion. Uh, and they've just decided that there was probably more money in being like a walk-in pet vet rather than a yeah. farm vet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they're trained as farm vets. Um, yeah. So that's fun. But then, like <laughs> the 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 one going to animals in Europe and the difference is me and my wife when we were like doing a kind of honeymoon thing after we got engaged, we went to Croatia, lovely country. But then we happened upon. In the middle of Zadar, uh, um, we happened upon the Snake Museum. Now, the Snake Museum was not legit. It was in What's someone's it? apartment. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> hell no. Airbnb experience. Yeah. <laughs> no, my, um, my wife was just ecstatic. And, like, in the collection of photos of this trip is just her pointing at signs <laughs> to the Snake Museum. <laughs> as we follow it into, like... The, I, I, can, I can picture that. Yeah, yeah. This, it's this, very on brand. This old, like... Ven- like back when Zadar was owned by the Venetians era apartment <laughs> block uh, um, just kind of like we go into the central square, square go up the one step like staircase into someone's apartment that has just been like and we also got the impression that it was a traveling museum because it didn't look like okay. everything was like permanently fixed but the whole apartment had been filled to the brim with <laughs> glass containers of various snakes alive oh yeah and like little like little plaques about like where they're from, and we very quickly learned by going around these plaques of like the snake line in Europe, yeah. of just like the line you can draw across Europe, and it's like there's snakes below this line, but there aren't but snakes there aren't. above the yeah. line. And I was like, you can't, you couldn't pay me enough to live in the snake snake part of Europe. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, is that just southern? Yeah, yeah, it slants a little bit. It's very similar to back then of what I called the. Um, the 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 holiday the holiday line of Europe, which is flying from Ireland, you could draw a line through Europe of um, cheap to fly to, expensive when you're there, expensive to fly to, cheap when you're there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like you know, like your Greece is expensive to fly to, but cheap when you're there. Yeah. France is stupidly cheap to fly to, and but expensive as hell. Yeah. <laughs> All of this is to say, hey, 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 <laughs> own your weekly Cornish baby, animal chat. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's me, Kira, and I'm joined with Uma. Hi. The, the, do we have a name for this coalition? The Woodpeckers. Yeah, the Woodpeckers. <laughs> Go Woodpeckers. It seems like a fucking American sports team. It, I bet there's one that's oh, yeah. called Woodpeckers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 100%. Pecker is a slang in America for a penis, so maybe they... Is it? Yeah, you're Pecker. Yeah. Is that American or is that British? I didn't know. It's not Irish. <laughs> I learned that it from television. It sounds more British, doesn't it? Does, it does, doesn't it? Having a Pecker. <laughs> it's fucked now that I've said it, isn't it? it I've, yeah. I've sucked the air out of the room by going through yeah. my encyclopedic knowledge of uh, uh, dick terms. Um... <laughs> 
This is how I talk to people. It's upsetting. Um, <laughs> Everyone hates Carol. <laughs> Everyone loves me, but I am tiring. Uh, <laughs> the boundless fucking energy and just like weird obsessions that I have. Um, Honestly, I am so impressed at how much energy you have. Mm. Like, And speaking of, speaking of weird obsession things, I have something to talk about today because today is the auspicious holiday on the Kiran calendar oh, of yeah. Coca-Cola Roller Coaster Day. Yep. The anniversary <laughs> of when Nickelback released a funk song for an inexplainable move by Nickelback. Were they actually already famous? Are yeah, they- absolutely. This was only eight years ago. This One was- of them was just like, guys. We're doing a funk song. Guys. Listen to me. I just, I really need us to do a funk song. And the music video is so great because it's like two um, very attractive ladies, but like they, they, they're walking through what is meant to be LA, clearly Vancouver. (laughs) (laughs) As as they go into like a secret funk club at night. um, And then who should be playing but Canada's hottest funk band. And they're all wearing sunglasses, aren't they? Inside oh, the, the inside, club. yeah, they are. Nickelback are. The, the ladies yeah, are no, not, no. no. But they do have a costume yeah. change upon going into the club, as if to imply the club is magical. The girls? Yes, they're not. They're, they're, <laughs> they're wearing typical, like, 2010s Canadian clothes, which is <laughs> 2000s US clothes. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They look like they look like people in like Gossip Girl, basically. Uh, Oofed. That's yeah, harsh. that's a particular era. Yeah. Um, and then they they walk in and they're in kind of like not even funk clothes, but just like a dress made of sequins. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Clubbing clothes. Yes, yeah, yeah. Some clubbing. Yeah, they've they've been they've been dressed appropriately to meet the royalty <laughs> of Canada. Nickelback. Are they Canadian? Yeah. I'm learning so many things. You're learning so many things. <laughs> and then, then the uh, Kieran's obsessive behavior, of course, he enters into his Google Calendar. Uh, um, it's Coca Cola Roller Coaster, roller coaster day. day. Remind me every year <laughs> that this song exists. Oh my god! Um, and also, I spent a very, very long time trying to discern the lyrics, um, <laughs> which I'm just going to read right now. Okay. I'm not okay. I'm lying. I'm not reading them. I just know them off. Uh, <laughs> I made a funny while Uma was drinking tea. That was a mistake. I'm sorry, Uma. <laughs> <laughs> please, please don't choke. <laughs> we have so much more podcasts to record. Um, but yeah, it, the the what is it? Uh, um, the chorus is "Funky little monkey, she's a twisted trickster. Uh, everybody wants to be the sister's mister. Uh, um, Coca Cola roller coaster. Love that rhythm, though I'm not supposed to." <laughs> Now, for the longest time, the longest time I was trying to figure out what Coca-Cola roller coaster yeah, was. Yeah, right? That's what I was going to ask. Yes, like, absolutely. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Yes, yes. Welcome to this, welcome to this meeting of the minds. What does Coca-Cola roller coaster is? Because your first, your first intuition is drugs. <laughs> you're, you're, you're talking yeah. about cocaine like a, a six-year-old dad talks about cocaine. Oh. It, it yeah. has that kind of vibe there. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but then I've had some interviews and Chad Kroger is very insistent that it's a cocktail. Now, I would like to push back on that because I tried to find for the longest time the Coca-Cola yeah, roller coaster. That, that does not sound Also, I don't... Correct. 
I also don't know many cocktails that are named for the mixer rather than the alcohol. Like... Yeah. Yeah, right? That makes no sense whatsoever. Like, at least rum and coke or something or whatever. As much <laughs> as you can call that a cocktail and not just, no, it's just rum a, and coke. It's a long drink. A long drink. Actually, oh, as geez. a partner of a bartender. <laughs> yeah, we should have him on to talk about the Coca-Cola roller coaster. Maybe he knows what it is. <laughs> he'll be like, what the fuck? He's going like, to be like, because he works nights and stuff, he'll be sleeping one of the day. He'll be like, hey, hey, hey. what's a Coca-Cola roller coaster? <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> And then when he actually wakes up, he's like, "Did you fucking ask me what a cooking?" Did I dream this? Did I dream? No, honestly, that's like his first question whenever he wakes up. He's like, "Did I dream this?" Did I need to tell me. Uh, I dreamt. I dreamt that Nickelback made a funk song. <laughs> <laughs> Is that real? He wakes up in like cold sweat, like panting. Like, I'm slipping between realities. <laughs> I've come from the utopia where everything's the same, but Nickelback didn't make a funk song. Um, yeah, so like... And is that their only funk song? Yes. <laughs> that is so random. The mystery deepens. This is, this is what I'm going to do after Cornish Pity ends. We're going to make my fucking NPR-style prestige podcast where I'm like, what the fuck happened here? Honestly, like... The plinky piano music make, plays. I'm just like, I'm going to today ask the question, can a Canadian make funk? <laughs> It ends up being like the mo- the saddest fucking video ever. Yeah. It has like the saddest reason and everyone's crying at the end. I'm going to assume some sort of Canadian arts funding was involved. Because this is why I like think so? this is why like so many bands and come from Canada. Okay. It's because they have that like law in place where um something like sixty percent of airtime has to be dedicated to Canadian musicians. So then, like, a bunch of musicians get, like, famous in Canada and then, like, have a decent platform to go into the States. This is where Albert Levine comes from as well. Yeah. Um, she was married to the Nickelback guy. Yeah, they, they, they just, they hooked up. They're the only people in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, well, I guess it's us. Yes. We need to. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just, I'm so lonely. Uh, <laughs> let me this oh, work. It's, it's fairly recent as well. It's 2015. Yeah. I thought it would be, like, way earlier. No, right? <laughs> Vulture.com. Nickelback plays funk music now, apparently. <laughs> apparently. But you see, even that was wrong, they because they went immediately back to doing what they've always done. Vice, and- Vice. Nickelback has a new song, and it is a terrifying disco nightmare. Yeah! <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then, also, I got obsessed with the lady who uh, um, also adds the chorus, because the, the chorus, after all the lines I just said, they're like, she keeps me up, I keep him up. There's a lady singing that, and I'm like, who are you? <laughs> they don't even credit the woman no no well that that was very common like the the, the 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 lady who's who uh, um does the like singing in uh, um lmfao's party rock oh yeah and people forget that the uncle and nephew, nephew what the fuck man don't even get me started on that <laughs> Uh, it's like some milf matter shit going on there. I'm just it's like, so fucking weird, man. Why are you why are you singing about partying and sex with your fucking Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Mil- Milf Manor next they hate each other now by the way. Uh, uh Blue Sky and Red Foo, as their stage names go. Uh, they hate each other. Oh yeah, there, there was a Fame fall- change there them. was there was a falling out, yeah. Damn. Miming a blowjob in front of each other for the music video shots really changed them. Oh, <laughs> so Jesus true. <laughs> Oh um, 
Yeah, don't like. Okay, we've moved from Nickelback's funk song onto what the fuck was up with Element I know, <laughs> which is another rabbit hole I've gone down. Um, anyway, proper corner spadey stuff's about to happen now. Hmm. Um, first thing we're probably going to talk about is because it's Kieran and Uma. We're going to do a recurring Kieran and Uma segment. The fuck's happening in Ireland? <laughs> <laughs> I'm also open to the fuck's happening in Spain segment. We haven't done enough of that, but we can we can do no, that. No, we, we should definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Comment if you want. <laughs> Hit the bell. Oh, yeah. Also, the great thing that happened on Twitter. Everyone's turning against Mr. Beast. And by everyone, I mean people oh, on. Oh, my God. Did you see that video where he is like to the homeless person? Do you care if I exploit you for views? And obviously the homeless person who just got money or food or whatever is like, no, 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 this is really. great. Who and it's you? like, see, homeless people don't care. <laughs> but the thing is that, like, besides that being disgusting and he's just a disgusting person, the thing that yeah. creeps me out the most is that he talks without moving his mouth. He's, he's got a very terrifying presence. He's terrifying. Yeah. Like, he's just, like, smiling awkwardly, being like, see, I'm friends with the homeless person. And, like, he's not moving. He's like this. Like, he's not moving. Oh, Mr. So Beast weird. snuck up on me. I, I did not notice him until the... Um, uh, um, when he kind of like recreated Squid Games, Squid Games. Same, yeah, same. yeah, and I was just like, "Who is this massive person?" <laughs> like in terms yeah. of views and subscribers and stuff, I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Uh, I guess we all live in Mister Beast's world because yeah. <laughs> he's a psychopath. Like apparently, he just did like a shit ton of different kind of like YouTube videos yeah. until he found something that people yeah. like and then he just stuck to that. Like it's so fucking weird. He li- just wanted to be YouTube famous. I liked um Alice from Trash Future had the very good point of mm-hmm. like the resentment towards Mr. Beast is really fascinating because everything that's wrong with Mr. Beast is everything that's wrong with NGOs. Yeah. Like just the, like weird optics like we gave a bunch of people in South Africa shoes kind of thing. It's just like yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like this is, this is just like we put one guy's face to like what NGOs do and yeah, it's like this yeah. is why we all hate it and then we all realize oh we all yeah. hate NGOs yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. there's like there's like really wordy books and theses about explaining why like NGOs aren't like very functional and now I just realized I just show people Mr. Mr. Beast, Beast. <laughs> like, this, is, this is why it sucks actually who also has no chin but mm. <laughs> he's just a very creepy looking person yeah, you just sorry. have to give that up when you become a YouTuber I think <laughs> you sacrifice your chin on the plinth of google somewhere I mean, in like sacramento now we can grow a beard so i guess that kind of saves him a, b- a little bit oh yeah guys like, are a huge yeah. fan of that move just yeah. guys growing facial hair to hide oh, their yeah lack of j- yeah absolutely Honestly. wait do women know about that shit <laughs> <laughs> fuck i must i must convene the council <laughs> <laughs> guys they figured this out no honestly my partner like when he has a beard he looks 30 and we and he's actually 25 yeah and when he doesn't he looks 20 i'm like what is going on here yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely all right what the fuck's happening in ireland because yeah. we haven't talked about this not good things <laughs> no um there's hope there, but it's no, not. There is. It, yeah, it's not great. Um, so people paying attention to the very particular part of Irish Twitter will know there's been a lot of like anti-migrant protests, um, which one of the things we've talked about in the show a lot is like, especially in kind of like liberal narratives, there's always this uh, um, "it couldn't happen here" kind of exception. Like when the 
populism scare stuff happened in like 2014, people really remarked on the fact that like, oh, the, the populist far right isn't taking hold in Spain. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> <laughs> <Lot> of- <laughs> <laughs> One fateful Andalusian election later. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like Ireland had always been a bit of a bit of a holdout in that regard. And to be fair, there hasn't been any successful attempt to politically capture this in like, there is no Irish Fox yet, or at least that it has the same success as Fox. But these weird anti-refugee protests are kind of like taking place. Mm -hmm. The IFP and National Party are trying to take, like, build on this momentum. Yeah. They've been sending out a lot of weird pamphlets and stuff that are just kind of like fake. Oh, yeah. The one... It was like, there's a curfew after 6 yeah, p.m. Yeah, for women or for something. For women, yeah, because... Yeah. And the thing is, they try to pass it, like... They're not saying this is a national party pamphlet. No. It's like, this is your local council yeah, or whatever that it is. The, like, the, the council for integration or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. saying that women should not go out. Like, they're trying to police... Po- police? Po- what, yeah. yeah. Like what women do because yeah. there's immigrants or refugees or whatever yeah, yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. It's like who the fuck? Well, obviously people believe that, but yeah, it's yeah. Well, that got popular online because they um, fucked up the Irish. Oh yeah. To make it look official, they did like the English and Irish version, and the Irish was just like completely fucked. Um, yeah. So it's fun being like. I'm the national party that can't speak, speak Irish. Irish. Yeah, oh, yeah. Of course it's, not. It's, it's embarrassing. Will that stop them? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, yeah. Do you think that um, an Irish person that like supports the national party or whatever is just so nationalistic and like so pro like Irish language that they see the shitty Irish and they're like, well, you fucking lost me there. I'm a Stalinist now. <laughs> <laughs> well, time to be, like time to join a reading group. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> time to join people before profit. Yeah, it's finally happened. Um, <laughs> After all the leaflets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn it! It's um, one would hope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With the yeah, far right in Ireland is also very weird because they also just do not know what to do or what they are. Like it, mm-hmm. it gets. It gets like torn between, um, I might be getting these confused, but like IFP, which is Irish Freedom Party or something like that, is very much trying to jump on the kind of like 2016 online right kind of thing of like, you know, like groipers and Pepe memes and like doing the okay hand gesture and stuff like that. And like talking the same kind of stuff that like, the far right in the UK does and the far right in the US does. And that doesn't work because you can't just transplant that stuff into a new context. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and well, then, yeah, the hmm. National Party is more about, yeah. Franco. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like take our national identity to the fucking maximum and just like don't accept anybody who isn't yeah. like you and who doesn't accept that national identity basically they're yeah they're your kind of like and they're catholics yeah they're, so yeah they're irish franco they're catholic nationalism catholic fascism. Ona Duffy. <laughs> yeah Ona Duffy, exactly Ona Duffy, basically. Uh, which is very funny because they've they've kind of like 
there's been a couple of like accounts of people kind of shutting them down very quickly mm-hmm. because they were they were doing the whole like pamphlets quote rape re- that's one of those things that works written down but I can't rape, rape fugees you know have you ever seen oh that written God, down yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah it sucks to say it's not a good pun um, yeah. and also it's not a good thing in general that that that's the main moral stance I guess <laughs> <laughs> that's the official stance of Cornish fitting <laughs> the pun sucks but no, like the the they, they're like big proponents of that bit I'm pretty sure they were the ones who made that pamphlet that we were yeah. talking about yeah, yeah, uh, um, and like it's really funny because they're just like you can't trust women and children cannot be trusted around the refugees but you know who they can be trusted around the Catholic Church right <laughs> oh my god it's like fucking <laughs> what is it it's, there's a saying the call is coming from inside the house yeah the call is coming from inside the house yeah <laughs> like dude honestly <laughs> um, like in every Par- parish in Ireland, like yeah. a priest has been accused of something, and they're yeah, like, still like, oh no, you know. And what we need to do is, is leave the kids alone inst- with the priest. Yes, bring it back a curfew where we just leave our wives and children at the priest's house. <laughs> so we drop them off at nine p.m. We pick them. <laughs> <laughs> they, they open the Magdalene yeah, laundries yeah. again. <laughs> ah, yeah, absolutely. Just bring it all back. It's great. Just, yeah. Like, that's also the best the, of Irish history. That, I mean, that's always been like my critique of. So, the classic critique of fascism is just the whole like return shit because of the like hmm. returning to the past that wasn't probably real to begin with. Mm-hmm. In Ireland, doubly so. <laughs> yep. The Irish history is, the, is, is not like. I don't know when the golden age is meant to be. like like at least at one point spain owned south america like there's like that kind of looks impressive on paper even though like all the i guess when you didn't let the romans invade you yeah yeah we're we're returning all back to being celtic druids when guys would go to a hill and all fuck in a pile <laughs> None of it's coherent. Um, absolutely. Yeah, like when divorce happened, she would get to like I don't know, stab you once or whatever, as according to Breton law or something. Um, she gets half your stuff, and she gets to stab you. She gets a free dig. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the court, the I court mean, of like, druids. Is no offense to Irish people, but like whenever someone asks me why I'm so invested, interested in Irish history. Mm. That's why I tell, like, because your history sucks. Like, you guys... <laughs> it's went, a lot of misery. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of misery. You went through so much shit, yeah. and I find that fascinating. And that's why I'm fascinated with <laughs> history. Just Uma reading a big book about the fly of the earls going, lol. <laughs> no, Jesus. No, I'm like, oh, this is sad. But, like, interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know? The shit, why the, why the fuck are you watching Last of Us? It's the same shit. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> God, my God. The, 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 the shit is uh, um, super interesting, though. The, for anyone who doesn't know, there's obviously groups uh, uh, fighting against this. There's United Against Racism. Mm-hmm. Um, they've started a bunch of, like, local chapters, things like called, like, Tala for All, Dunleary for All, Place Name in Ireland yeah. for All. Uh, uh, um, the big flashpoint or at least what they thought would be the flashpoint was uh, um, Ballymun mm-hmm. which is a kind of like suburban area of Dublin that in researching this like I always knew it was very like poor very working class 
But in researching of this, I did not know that apparently like one out of every five homeless people in Dublin come from Ballymun. Jesus. That's like ridiculous stats. Like I don't, yeah. I don't think anyone has those kind of figures for homelessness. Like all our homelessness are coming from one place kind of shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. So this is, this is kind of uh, um, where it's gone. It's also really weird because now the majority of refugees coming into Ireland are Ukrainian. Yeah. Um, which is causing a conflict for these fascist groups because they are white refugees. White, yeah. yeah. But still, um, not a woman actually got put in prison for like 16 weeks, I believe, or something like that. Because, I mean, it's not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. Hmm. But like, she went into um, a hotel in Dublin that apparently is housing Ukrainian refugees. Right. And she started screaming that like, why are these refugees in a hotel while she's in the street and like mm, yes, and, that, which yeah. is fair enough but then the problem is that she started screaming that like ukrainians are like rapists and, mm. and fascists and da 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 it's all getting it's all getting squashed together exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. And damn ukrainians bringing sharia law <laughs> like whatever the yeah fuck, like. yeah yeah exactly so yeah. apparently she did that as like already um, when soon after Ireland started taking in Ukrainian refugees, mm. um, so this was the second, at least the second time that she like insulted the Ukrainian, Ukrainian refugees or like did this in a hotel. Mm. And yeah, she was arrested for like public disorder and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and yeah. she has been put in jail for a couple of weeks, well, or sixteen weeks or something like that. But that's the pro- that's the main problem, like. You know, all these, the National Party and all these, like, um, even Tommy Robinson, who, as mm. if you don't know him, he's, like, this horrible, horrible person from the UK. Yes. Anti-vax, like, but, like, conspiration, like, theories. Yeah, and he came, um, like, he's anti-vax now, but he came up in the ranks, like, 2016, before that was even, like, the hot right-wing thing to do. He was, he was yeah. kind of, like, yeah. Anti- Just a piece of shit before. Yeah. If, like, I think you're going to start with, like, anti-refugee stuff as well, actually. Probably. I think he's, like, mainly, like, one of the biggest anti-refugees voices in the UK. Mm. Um, Got banned from Twitter. Yes. Because of that and because of his anti-vax things um, during COVID. Yeah. Uh, had beef with Owen Owen Jones for whatever sure. reason. Like I yeah yeah just you know. every second British person who's like red in the face thinks they have beef with Owen Jones. <laughs> like, yeah yeah <laughs> probably don't. It's all in their head. But like <laughs> exactly Owen Jones replies on Twitter are a dark place. <laughs> oh <laughs> God, at Jesus! Them. I know I don't know how he handles. I don't even like him that much. But like I it's, don't know it's how he handles. All gotta that. be muted. That's all gotta be muted. Yeah yeah. 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 But um yeah so he actually went to Ireland like a couple. Mm-hmm a month ago or something like that um to visit the irish patriots that are yeah. fighting against the refugees and like you know the immigrants and and all these horrible people and whatever but um yeah so what they say is that ireland is full right yes that's why there's the counter argument yeah. of like ireland is for all yeah Ireland for all Ireland is distinctly not full. There was this thing that happened in the 1800s. <laughs> we don't like talking about it. But, uh, Actually, I think we do like talking well, about yeah. it. <laughs> Call the famine. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so they're all like, oh, Ireland is full. Ireland is full because 
it is true that the Irish government does nothing to help homeless people oh, and to not. battle homelessness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what they're doing, what Tommy Robinson and all these National Party people and like just you know right wing fascist people in Ireland are doing, mm. is they're taking this problem yeah. that didn't bother them before. No, they no. didn't give a shit about homeless people. No, they probably think that they deserve to be homeless. For whatever reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, um, don't interrogate them too much on that. Yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. and now they're pretending that they care because they want to use them as like, you know, an example of like, oh, we should be helping them, our people, mm-hmm. our Irish pa- patriots, our yeah. white people, and not yeah, yeah, all yeah. these refugees that have come now. <sighs> yeah, no, it, 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 it sucks. But it's like, it's not a new tactic. We've seen this in several countries oh for sure yeah Yeah, but like it is worth pointing out that like ireland as a principle would not like sequester a hotel to put homeless people in exactly even though that would probably help a lot or at least help some um yeah and like for anyone doesn't know the housing crisis is fucking ridiculous in ireland um did did you see today that leo varagar has officially registered as a landlord (laughs) Our, Can you believe, like a, a, a T-shirt, like a, the the prime minister of a country, yeah, being a registered landlord? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's great. And then you have to trust them to take it. Well, obviously you don't trust them with that, but like they, they are the ones who have to regulate the housing market and regulate all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and of course they don't because yeah. that would fuck them over. But this is like this has been a problem in our in Irish politics for a very very long time. Uh, um, that like the majority of our TDs have been landlords because it's basically yeah. with like Ireland's like compador system rather than like having an actual capitalist class. It's the only way you can make fucking money. Yeah. Um, so if you're a rich person in Ireland, it's because you're a landlord. Um, maybe you started fifes. I don't know. But like, <laughs> uh, uh, um, the yeah. So like this has been like a common problem, and these like lying. So much. Like, this is why I was posting today on Twitter. I was like, I'm going to dox the Taoiseach. Because, yeah. like, I know other places he's owned. And he's only registered one as being a landlord for. Um, it's um, it's bad. And this is obviously... This is definitely pressure from something we haven't talked about in the podcast. But there is now, like, a proper investigative journalist outlet in Ireland called The Ditch. Um, mm-hmm. Which has already pissed like we already have on record from like other outlets like the irish times and the independent and stuff that uh, they've pissed off members of our parliament so much that they're like muttering about the ditch under their breath because they have exposed uh, um through like various like public records but probably following hearsay initially as like investigation and then trying to prove it mm-hmm. uh, that like several people from mostly Fianna Fáil, a little bit of Fine Gael, a little bit of Sinn Féin have been like landlords uh, lying about their own housing situation to get benefits from the states. Oh my God. Lying about how much property they have and how much it's worth to like, you know, not, not pay. Yeah. And to like not declare any of their, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, yeah, any of the assets because you have to do that if you're a member of parliament. Um, so like that is happening. And I, I, I do get the impression that a lot of people feel the like walls closing in and about time yeah right Jesus. but it's also like it is just putting down on paper something that i think every irish person already knew which is yeah. they're all landlords uh um yeah so yeah, i mean that's what you said like you, you take a look at the housing situation mm. in ireland 
and you're like, yeah, someone must be, you know, making someone money. in power must be making a lot yeah. of money with this because like it makes absolutely no, it's, it's literally a joke. Like you, you, you have landlords, landlords, sorry. Um, you're putting an ad for a room that mm. you can only be in from like Monday to Friday <laughs> because they want to have, I don't know, the house for themselves on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. You live with the landlord and also like you are sleeping in a room that isn't bigger than my bathroom. Yeah. And it's like a grand a month. I, I'm surprised there hasn't been a Irish gimmick Twitter account of like just desperate things that have been uploaded to like daft ie there is is there yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. i've definitely definitely seen it and like it's just but it's not even it's just depressing oh yeah like like, it's fucking depressing going through it the the apartment where your like bed is in the same room as the as the kitchen and like oh yeah you can't your head is by the stove yeah (laughs) you can't open the bathroom door without like hitting up against the bed yep um because it's so funny sometimes they just insist on putting double beds in those spaces because it's just like could you not just get away with putting in a single bed (laughs) like like it's such a small space it's like you still insist on putting like a king-size bed in here (laughs) it's like why are you doing this it's like no one will rent it if there's not a king-size bed it's like this is a weird situation (laughs) i feel like no one should rent this to begin with yeah yeah for sure um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of resistance. Uh, um, McBarry, uh, people before Profit TD in uh, uh, um, Cork, did mention that at the the rally in Cork there was like a uh, um, one to five discrepancy between like the far right anti immigrant protest versus the counter protesters. Like nice. there was five times as many as them, nice. um, which is great. So yeah, love that. And again, I'll reiterate that like. At the moment, it kind of looks like no political party is really able to turn this into something more meaningful uh, um, and turn it in for now (laughs) and turn it into like actual political power. Um, But anyway, now we get to the main topic. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about a European country that I'm kind of obsessed with. Uh, or I think it's a very interesting country and I don't think we've talked about it before on this podcast really? no no I don't think so not in like any extensive period um, fair enough Cyprus we did mention it last week when we talked about the, the Russian video game that makes you that wants you to fuck the robots um, oh uh, Atomic Heart Atomic Heart yes yeah. they want you to fuck those robots oh yeah, <laughs> yeah and they're I, sisters it's weird yeah. well they're, they're supposed to be. I don't yeah, know. I know I know the spoiler they're, 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 I'll tell you <laughs> <laughs> It's weird. It's stupid. Um, it's it's a very bad game. We talked about it already. Doesn't, sorry, wait. Doesn't uh, Jensen Ackles uh, voice the guy? Does he? I have no idea who's I voicing anyone. So. Yeah. Like, I find it's very annoying to play because he you, keeps saying things. That is true. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, the, voice acting is, the voice acting is very bad. Okay. Uh, but that, was it. that video game is um, made by a company that is headquartered in Nicosia, Cyprus. And I was like, Nick was like, is it a Russian company? I was like, oh, look it up. Mundfish. Uh, headquartered in Nicosia. Oh, it's a Russian company. <laughs> um, which gives you an indication of what Cyprus is, maybe. <laughs> um, because, yeah, I think we've jokingly referred to that Cyprus, like everyone in Europe gets one, right? You know, Germany has Liechtenstein, uh, um, Spain has Andorra, France has Monaco, yeah. Italy has San Marino. We all, we all get one. Uh, Luxembourg is just 
Well, play in the field. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And for Russia and also Israel and a handful of other countries in kind of like the Eastern Mediterranean, it's Cyprus. Yeah. Um, but interestingly, I don't want to talk about the story now. That's a very recent development. Um, and also, because we, we kind of think of these things, our understandings of these European countries as kind of being eternal. Like, um, I was reading a kind of compacted history of Luxembourg. And I did kind of forget that at one point, Luxembourg wasn't just a tax haven. And it was turned into that very recently. Okay. Uh, it was like the 80s by Jean-Claude Juncker. He was like, before he became commission president, he was finance minister of Luxembourg. And he was mm-hmm. the guy who like turned it into tax haven tax Luxembourg. Haven, and I was like, yeah. the fuck were they doing before that? <laughs> 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 um, whenever you investigate like the traditional industries of these places, it's always fucked. Like Liechtenstein's traditional his- industries is like dentures and cat food. What? Yeah, it sounds like the worst smelling country in the world. Right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Denture water and... Well, and presumably powder. the dentures they make aren't used. <laughs> they're they're no, brand I, oh, new. I know, but... <laughs> everyone, everyone in the country just uses dentures. Yeah, 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 yeah. Certified pre-used Liechtenstein dentures. Uh, oh, God. Um, anyway. And also there was a presidential election in Cyprus. Recently. And that's a great excuse to talk about the country. Um, because Cyprus is like France where the president actually matters um, and it's not like one of our ceremonial presidents that we love like Michael D. Higgins uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Michael D. the D stands for dancing Higgins um, <laughs> anyway the election was a two round system held in February uh, um, and okay we're going to get into the issue of the episode now which is going to be a lot of Greek names that I don't really know how to pronounce I am ready. All right, you want to you want to take a look at this? Okay, so yes. I'm, I'm going to say it once, and okay, <laughs> I'm nervous now. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so the respectful thing to do is uh, refer to these people by their last name. That's usually you introduce their first their the whole name first, and then you refer to them by their last name. That's that's oh, practice. Oh God! But and and also, but because it is the day after International Women's Day, and there is a tendency to refer to famous women and female politicians by their first name and not their last name, we're going to refer to really? these guys. Yeah, you ever noticed that? Saying like, Hillary instead of Hillary Clinton. You say uh, Hillary Clinton? Clinton. Yeah, but you'd never say Clinton by itself. Because that, then it's Bill Clinton. Yeah, but then like Ursula von der Leyen usually gets referred to as Ushi. The classic one is Rosa Luxemburg, actually. Rosa. Everyone calls her Rosa rather than like... It's so weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know her. <laughs> you don't know her. Put some respect on her name. Uh, anyway, to counter that, and yeah. definitely not because these names are hard to pronounce, we're going to refer to these guys by their first <laughs> names going forward. Because feminism. Because feminism. That's why we're doing it. <laughs> um, and also we run into the problem of there's like, unfortunately, as Nick has pointed out before, there's like 12 guys' names in rotation in the Greek-speaking world. <laughs> we, will, we'll be, we will be dealing with two different Nikos. Yeah, I was I was literally going to say, there's already two Nikos. Yeah. Um, okay, so oh God. the second round was against Nikos Christodoulos. Oh my God. No. Christo. Christo the- oh, wait, wait, wait. Right, okay, go for it. Nikos Christodoulidis. Oh, that's nice. That's there nice. There we go. Yeah. The okay. Spanish came up. <laughs> Who we will be referring to as Nikos. <laughs> Nikos one. <laughs> Nikos one. Nikos with a K, because the other one's Nikos yeah, with a C. With a C. <laughs> fucking stupid country um he won the second round with very close 51.97 percent against oh my god andreas mavroyanis 
Oh, okay, yeah. I recognize the Yanis part <laughs> from Yanis Varoufakis. So, Mavro Yanis. Mavro Yanis. Yeah, Andreas Mavro Yanis, uh, who we'll be calling Andreas from now on. Yeah. He got 48.3%. Uh, uh, oh, that was 0.3%. close. It was very, very close. Yeah. Um, both of these are independents. Um, with the big dividing line being separate reunification. And this is when we get into, we should talk about that. Okay. So. I'm ready. <laughs> 1974, Turkey invades um, for a reason that kind of makes sense, which is the Greeks were trying to do a coup and annex the country. Um... And they wanted to protect the minority. The Turkish right? minority. The, the long story. Sh- the long. The long story short is there was Cyprus wasn't really very independent, and it was overseen by a tripartite of the Turkish government, the Greek government, and the British government. And the, the British are they, fucking everywhere, aren't they? They used to own this place. They still kind of do. We'll get to that. Oh. Um, but. The whole point was, the whole idea behind this treaty is we all agree that we kind of have like competing interests on this island. But if we all have equal say over what happens here, mm-hmm. we can kind of check, keep each other in check Okay, is the idea. That was the idea behind this treaty. Okay. Obviously, terrible treaty because it completely like, you know, removes the, the Cypri people from any kind of like self-determination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you tell what, <laughs> you do what we tell you to do and that's yeah. about it. Thank you. Um, which, like they kind of had their own government back then, but it was like you have zero control over foreign policy kind of okay. shit. Uh, um, what the fuck? And that government was like not working very well. Uh, anyway, then in the 70s, towards the end of the military hunter in Greece, mm-hmm. Greece was doing this thing called a gnosis, uh, which is Greek Anschluss, basically, mm-hmm. where we're going to unite Greece with Cyprus into one Greece. It's going to be just big Greece. <laughs> um, Greece 2.0. Yeah. And like the hunter's attempt to do this kind of brings down the hunter in Greece effectively because like it was definitely like the last gasp of that hunter. Mm-hmm. But... Um, the they were kind of doing it by stealth by basically backing these kind of like pro anosis candidates in Greek inter- like Cypriot internal politics, and Turkey was like, "Yo, this is bullshit. This is not what we agreed to in the treaty, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. We are concerned about the Turkish minority because the pro anosis candidates are like, "Yo, fuck the Turks. We're going to kill them all or whatever." Um, and general take on is they had a very good reason to be angry. Invasion was probably not the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now we have the situation where the island is divided. There is the internationally recognized southern Cyprus. This is called Cyprus, Republic of Cyprus. Mm-hmm. And then in the north, there is the Turkish Republic of, Cy- of Northern Cyprus, uh, which is only recognized by Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> which we can't do anything about because they're a NATO member. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, true. A classic, and so is Greece. It's a it's a classic fuck situation. We probably shouldn't have let Turkey into NATO, uh, but we needed to put nukes near to Moscow. <laughs> you don't understand. Um, the yeah, so that's kind of where we are. And then the big dividing line in current Cypriot politics is mm-hmm. how is reunification done? Okay, because there's a lot of parties that are in favor of. The Republic of Cyprus effectively just annexes the north. Fuck it. The Turkish Cypriots are a minority. They must 
like integrate they have to like kowtow to our political will Mm -hmm. blah 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 and this like this opinion is held by like centrist liberals far right like golden dawn type parties and even like one party that claims to be kind of like a maoist party and stuff we'll talk about about them later (laughs) you can see why i'm obsessed with this yeah yeah, yeah. it's Um, a mess it's a mess but the uh, um the two kind of default parties of this island are in favor of actually uh, um the a kind of like what what would usually be referred to as the belgian option Okay. Of like reunification happens, but it's a federation where there's like Turkish, Northern Cyprus self-determination. There's Southern Greek self-determination. It's, yeah. A bi-communal federation is usually what it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like Nicosia would probably be like a, a city-state kind of okay. thing in the middle like Brussels is. Um, and these two parties are the two parties we're probably going to talk about the most because it's probably most important in the politics of the island is ACL, the Communist Party of Cyprus. Um, and which is like the default left wing party of Cyprus mm-hmm. and Dizzy, uh, uh, <laughs> D-I-S-Y, which is like the center right Christian democracy party. And this is like the only issue they agree on, basically. Um, so Dizzy had a candidate in this election, presidential election, but he didn't make it past the first round. <laughs> but the guy who won comes from their party so they kind of effectively supported him even though he ran as an independent okay nikos comes from their party um and akel was the guy who were the party who actually suggested andreas be the candidate he's like a diplomat he has like pretty much no party allegiance but he's like famous for being in like hour-long talks with the Turkish North Republic trying to like make reunification happen and they were trying and they were trying to make this election about like pursuing reunification yeah yeah, rather than like the de facto separation kind of continues um so and to show the power of ACL as like the Communist Party of Spain uh, um Andreas nearly wins 48% of the vote and he the only backing that he got from a political party was Akel, whereas like every other political party backed Nikos. Uh, um, officially got backing from like Diko, Idek, Dipa, these are major parties. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of got like a quiet backing from Dizzy because they had their own candidate, but he's from their party, so they're like, yeah. <laughs> and then the really far right, like Golden Dawn inspired nationalist party yeah. came out with a we must stop Akel kind of thing so they okay affect- so it wasn't like we want this guy we don't we like, just yeah. don't want the yeah. yeah we don't necessarily endorse nikos but we we need you to stop andreas but it's, you know it's yeah a, yeah exactly. it's, there's two choices on the ballot um and yeah i should probably mention that the okay we're going to do the names game again the dizzy candidate was called avarov ne neof nefutia Mm. Neofito. Neofito. Let's go with that. That sounds more Russian right? than Greek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than, well, Cypriot. Yeah. There, oh, that was the other thing. The other, the richest guy in Cyprus, we've done this on the show before, is the guy who made the free-to-play online game World of Tanks. And he's from oh, Belarus originally, but he moved the whole company to Nicosia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, um, 
So he was the dizzy candidate in the first round. He got 26.11% of the vote. He didn't make it through. But then more concerningly, we have, again, one of the three names you're allowed to have as a guy in the Greek-speaking world, Christos Christou. Uh, um... <laughs> the bear, his parents were like, you know, <laughs> I have a great name for us. I know our last name's Christou, but... But <laughs> here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Um, fucking Christian Christian over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chris Christensen. The, um, he was the candidate for Elam, which is basically comes from the Golden Dawn hmm. Cypriot chapter spinoff. Um, he got 6% of the vote in the Oof. first round, which is... That's too much. Yeah. For... <laughs> and a bit of a chasm between him and the Dizzy candidate, but he's effectively come fourth in that first round. The okay. two guys who made it through, the Dizzy candidate, and then him. Um, so yeah, the Dizzy candidate was basically punished because they were the old government, they're the incumbent government, and they were like, we did an economic miracle, and we're about to talk about how that was bullshit, (laughs) and everyone was like, this is bullshit, fuck you. But first we need to talk about the last time Ackle was in power, which was 2008 to 2013. Great years for economic success. Um... And this is kind of the problem. So they're basically blamed by the media uh, um, for the 2008 financial crisis and the 2011 euro crisis, um, which like Cyprus did suffer from as well. Mm -hmm. Not as much as like Greece, Spain, Italy and whatever, but still didn't do great. Um, So... We had back then a presidency by... Let's do the name game again. Oh, where did I put this down? You did not. Oh, yeah. Where did you find it? Demetris Christofias. There's like six names. (laughs) 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 So Demetris, uh, um, yeah, he's, he's running the government and he then gets like this barrage by the media being like, you did this, you spend too much, Mm. you're not responsible. Uh, Um... So we then get, uh, uh, um, and this like this is still the attack on Ackle. This was still the attack like this election mm-hmm. as well of just like you're not responsible uh, uh, um, for like taking you're you're not a steady hand in the economy. Classic like thing whenever a left wing party gets like close to power, they're not like yeah. responsible managers of capital. Um, so. This is obviously bullshit. Um, for anyone who doesn't know the history of the 2008 financial crisis, it wasn't caused by this one Cypriot dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a country the size of, like, Brooklyn uh, effectively did not cause the global financial <laughs> the crisis. <laughs> it's like, Demetrius Christophus in his office just being like, I'm going to fuck with American mortgages. <laughs> I'm bored today. Yeah, I'm bored. Uh, here in my beautiful Eastern Mediterranean country, just <laughs> stuffed after having like a 13 course meza. Just being like, right. oh, I'm gonna do. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, I could have a siesta or I could, you know, put on the US. God, I'm so lazy, but also want to destroy capitalism, <laughs> which I'm assuming requires a bit of effort. Yeah. Um, anyway. Enter. Oh, I see. Sorry, I see in your notes that the Guardian, the mm. English um, newspaper, propagated this narrative. Yeah, absolutely. 
I mean, I hate the Guardian. Like, yeah. oh my god, they have the worst opeds. Oh, and also like the Guardian is like really important in Cyprus as well because of British. Yeah, well, the British bases, but also because of a phenomenon called London Sips. Uh, um, so again, <laughs> what is that? Yeah. Do I want to know? Kieran, yeah. Did Kieran just say a fucking slur? <laughs> um, what did you just call me? <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> so uh, the London Sips are a kind of like returned diaspora population of Cypriots. Okay. When the invasion happened, via the British bases that are on the island, a bunch of Greek Cypriots fled to London. Oh, and okay. then when things settled down again, they all kind of returned. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've kind of been coming back in drips and drabs. And there is still, because of the bases and because of this like diaspora population that has returned after a generation or two, mm-hmm. um, they only speak English. Oh. So, like, they still get their news from British outlets. They're, like, expats, basically. Yeah, but also with the passports and, yeah. like, with a name like Nikos, Nikos and Sophocles. Yeah, but then they don't speak Cypriot. Yeah. So this is, like, a factor. And while we're on it, we should talk about the British bases on this island. The British bases on this island are fucking massive. You can see them from satellite views of the island Jesus um, that's like in Menorca yeah right? the, yeah yeah Menorca for those of you who don't know it's a very small um, Spanish island mm. near Mallorca you probably do know Mallorca Mallorca is like major Orca and Mallorca is like yeah, it's mini Orca no it's literally it's yeah. Majorca and Minorca yeah so it's like the big one and the small one I'm 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 a um, I'm a savant I'm an empath I understand <laughs> You know words. I know words. Uh, but yeah, but like I, so I, I like when I, growing up, I would spend my summers there, and because my my family's from there. Yeah. And there is like, I don't know they're not British. Sorry, they're American. Mm, but yeah, it's just like it's very American weird. Base, yeah. yeah, they're American bases, and it's just very weird to see because it's like this this ball, like massive satellite kind of thing. Mm. And, like, as a child, you're like, that's an alien base yeah, or something. Yeah, like, yeah. that's just... And my mom would be like, no, that's just the Americans. That's <laughs> so. the Americans, yeah. So, uh, I've, got, I've got, for Uma's sake up here, I've got the... I can't really move the laptop, so you're going to have to look. I've got the satellite map, uh, like, Google Maps of Cyprus, right? Yeah. And you can see this kind of, like, DMZ line dividing the north from the south. That's fine yeah. or whatever. But this border down here that actually takes a huge chunk of a peninsula in the south... Yes. That All that land is a British base. What the f- like it's like it's like a, the size of like a to this day yeah it's active yeah and there's like another one over here this is what these yeah. little scraggly lines over here are it was what like a, the fuck it's a massive like RAF base the Suez crisis was pretty much operated from here Jesus uh, um, but is it like um, so is it British soil like yeah yeah basically i'm not entirely certain of the the relationship because like if you are a greek cypriot you can just like enter and like they do need the like labor force of greek cypriots to run, run the shops yeah. that like yeah. the, the the soldiers use and things but like a huge base one of the things that came out from the snowden leaks that doesn't go remarked upon is also that like massive cia listening post for the middle east in cyprus as well through these like british bases yeah makes sense yeah buddies uh but yeah it's basically the uk like the uk and by extension the u.s is kind of like main like base of operations for middle east fuckery 
uh, a North Africa fuckery. Jesus Christ. Um, huge, huge base. Like, the size of, like, a political county in your country, probably. Um, yeah, it's, it's it looks fucking massive, like... Yeah, you can see it on Google Maps. Like, you can actually see the dividing the lines. Line. Yeah, that's insane. Um, so, yeah. Getting back to... This island is so fucking weird. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> but you're enjoying it. Genuinely so weird. And like one of the few places I've actually been to before, uh, which we can get to later. But like the, so they're attacking them from like this economic perspective. Um, and this is where we get our second Nikos of the story, but also the first chronologically, I guess, I guess is Nikos Anastadia. Anastasiades. Who is it? Wait, uh, wait, wait, let me, let me see. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nikos Anastasiades. Yeah. So I think the thing... It's like Anastasia. Yeah, maybe. And then this. It's it's probably all references to some sort of uh, uh, Greek mythology that I am meant to know if I studied classics or something. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean... I guess I was a I was a Greek mythology kid, and I do not recall that. Anastasia. A lesser character, just like oh, okay, yeah. the Minotaur's buddy, <laughs> just like his friend, the Minotaur. Yeah. Um, yeah, his name was actually Nikos. Everyone just called him the Minotaur. But I was like, I'm more than just a Minotaur. <laughs> like, I've got a name. I've got a passion. I'm going to leave this two-bit town, the labyrinth. <laughs> Or whatever. It's fucking killed by Persis. <laughs> was it Persis? No, it wasn't Persis. No, it was Nikos. It was killed by Nikos. <laughs> it was either Nikos or Christos. <laughs> One or the other. Anyway. Um, so, this is where, yeah. So, Nikos 2, Nikos with a C, uh, runs against our boy Demetrius of Akko. And he is actually a dizzy candidate. Uh, um, and he's he's in charge for a decade from 2013 to 2023 he's the incumbent of the last election it's like he got re-elected it's like five year terms basically oh five year yeah Um, so yeah um, to kind of give an indication of like what was happening to the economy at the time one of the big things the troika came in and removed which like actual campaigns for the turn of now mm-hmm. is it used to be in cyprus before 2008 or 2011 that um all wages in the country would rise with inflation okay yeah which is like a huge thing that is like yeah. massive for like you feel it when it's gone i can tell you that yeah. much yeah yeah um but now we get the government of Nikos. Um, so, first term, he does kind of well uh, um, for, like, the modest global recovery that happens after 2011 and in, in 2013 time. This is, this is like, for anyone who doesn't remember, this is the time of, like, Netflix becomes the thing. Spotify becomes the thing. Like, a real rise of Silicon Valley. The, the economy's good again, baby. A-woo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to... It's all about the algorithm. It was before blockchain. It was before AI, chat, GPT. Everything was about, we're going to give people such good Netflix recommendations that the economy's going to work again. <laughs> and we'll all have money. That's just how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you watched... You watched Friends is on Netflix. 
you cannot afford food. Yeah, your grandmother's working at Walmart as a greeter, but man, Friends is on Netflix. The 10 seasons, baby. All 10 seasons with the two towers edited out. Wait, did they do that? Yeah, they did that after 2001. Oh my god. And the like interstitial. I like, learned such random facts with you. Yeah, like. because like Friends was really popular after 9 11 because people wanted like comfort viewing. Yeah. But then like in the, the interstitial shots where they're showing New York, they had to like change it to all be shots without the two towers, even on like episodes filmed in like 1993 or whatever. Oh my god. I mean, like it was all. It was all actually filmed on a soundstage in California. Like, they, they, oh yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, so. Then we get into, uh, um, Disney was very good at successfully, like, between 2013 and 2018, like, the first term, convincing the people that, like, all the stuff they were doing was going to trickle down. Mm-hmm. An economic policy that famously works. Everyone listening knows trickle-down economics works. We- yeah. <laughs> um, it is a fact. Don't look it up. But... Etc. Nico's 2 comes along with... <laughs> Nikos too. We've made a new Nikos. Um, he comes along with a new ingenious scheme that's going to make Cyprus even more money, which is uh, something that kind of existed before his time, but he's really going to ramp up, which is what if we sell our citizenship? Um, so this is this is the CIP or Citizenship by Investment Program. Uh, <laughs> more usually referred to in international media for countries who do this referred to as the golden passport okay um so this is malta still does this um the eu has kind of come in and tried to make cyprus stop doing this and we'll get into reasons <laughs> why now um but this is the idea that if you meet some sort of financial goal or a threshold that the country has set you can have citizenship Jeez. um in cyprus's case it was a, a a million euro investment in real estate. Okay. Right? So, uh, um, solid investments in houses or whatever. That like, if you spent a million euro in real estate, you can have a Cypriot passport, which eh, we're not really going to use. We're going to move to Germany or whatever. <laughs> like, you have it's, an it's EU. EU yeah. It's an EU passport. Yeah, absolutely. Which makes it even more attractive. Um, everything I'm about to say right now is basically still being done by Malta. So keep that in mind. <laughs> um, so, however, the way that Nico Stu did this was very corrupt. Um, he basically made money for his inner circle of friends. Um, Nikos. Classic. Yeah, classic. Nikos, by trade, is a lawyer. And his... Oh, fuck off. <laughs> and his law firm handled oh, all the expensive passport applications that occurred mm-hmm. through this system. Uh, um, so he personally enriched his himself via this system. He also personally enriched his son-in-law because his son-in-law handled all the real estate investments via his real estate company. <laughs> Wow, must be nice having someone in politics. Yeah, it must okay. be nice. It's great. Family member in politics. So great for Nikos 2 and his son-in-law, which I'm going to assume is Nikos 3. <laughs> <laughs> Nikos Nikolai. Yeah, which is uh, one, a harsh reality of dating in the Greek-speaking world and also two, a bit Freudian, but still, you know, good for Nikos' daughter, I guess. Um, oh, God, yeah, no, I could, nev- I could never date someone with your the dad's same name. name. Oh, yeah. God. Um, no. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna be real with you I'm just gonna have to say a completely different name in bed <laughs> when we're in the bedroom you're Rupert <laughs> well, imagine she, she's into saying dad Ooh. no 
anyway. anyway. <laughs> Moving on to real verifiable stuff and not like aspersions we're casting about this person. This very rich and a corrupt person. Um... Anyway, um, all these people have issues. Anyway, a particular episode of this whole like CIP program was uh, that Nikos too uh, and his family flew on a vacation to the Seychelles. Great normal place to go on yeah. vacation for from Cyprus. From Cyprus, just just going. Let's do doing the world tour of just like fucked islands. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Next, I'm going to like that one island in the middle of the Atlantic owned by the UK, where like they're all inbred to fuck because there's like 11 people on the island. Um, Saint <laughs> Tristan, I want to say. Um, well, and also, if you get severely injured, it's like four hours before a helicopter arrives to take you to like. You might Somewhere as well just Africa. die there. Yeah, you're going to die there. Um, anyway. The... They went to the Seychelles. They went to the Seychelles. Uh, widely believed he deposited a huge, a huge amount of ill-gotten gains in the, in the Seychelles bank account yeah. because that's what the Seychelles also does. Um, he, did this, uh, he did this, though, his holiday vacation on a private jet owned by a Saudi tycoon. And that Saudi tycoon, along with his entire family, were granted... Cypriot citizenship. Uh, not entirely certain if that Saudi ever like bought a million's worth of like you know real estate investment in Cyprus, but <laughs> it's like, hey, you can use my jet if you give me and my whole family <laughs> hey. citizenship. It's me, member of the real Saudi family. <laughs> I really like a passport. <laughs> Man, and like. Did he get away with it? Well, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, yeah. Here, here's here's Nikos's. This is the step two of Nikos's great plan. Oh yeah, he got reelected. Jesus. Yeah, Christ. yeah, yeah. Step two of Nikos's great plan: um, fill the judiciary with a bunch of your mates who are also getting rich from this scheme. Yeah. Who right. then consider it laughable to ever investigate corruption in Cyprus. Yeah. Um, Jesus. So yeah, but. Shortly after re-election in 2018 is when we start to see the negative effects of this uh, of this scheme and everything else that uh, Nikos too is doing. Uh, um, rents skyrocket. So uh, mm-hmm. Limassol, which is like the second city of Greek Cyprus, uh, a population of 183,000, uh, um, have rents higher now than Berlin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. And this is the town in Cyprus that I've been to. And let me tell you, no, it shouldn't. It really shouldn't. (laughs) Like, Cyprus, beautiful country. I had a great, like, Jack Daniels roasted steak there once because it's it's a a tourism town. And, like, mezzas are great. I loved having a very jolly Greek Cypriot man just, like, constantly bring me food. Yeah. uh, And most of it being fried cheese or whatever. But half of that city was also, like fields that have gone fallow because they used to be owned by turkish cypriots and after like the population exchange the local greek cypriot population now considers that field cursed to build on because they hate each other that much or at least like the nationalist ones do anyway um jesus christ so like i would not want to be paying berlin rent to live there i'll just tell you that much like the point of a place like this in Southern Europe is. I don't even want to pay Berlin rent. I don't want to pay Berlin rent in Berlin. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so yeah, a lot of the investments are just complete bullshit. Uh, um, mostly like monstrous near empty luxury apartment towers sit like just kind of like empty, um, and also real big problem in a lot of major urban centers of Cyprus is congestion because none of this money is going into public transport. Oh my um, God. As the population grows, 
uh, and is also needed because the real estate investments that are happening in city centers that lay empty for speculative purposes are pushing the actual Cypriot population into suburban parts of... Yeah, and rural because there's not really suburbs except for in Nicosia. Uh, Like, the rest is just, like, city and then immediately, like, again, barren fields that have been left fallow because a Turk was there once. (laughs) (laughs) It's just... It's stupid. It's so fucking stupid at points. Um, naturally, this keeps the, the consequences that we're all familiar with of being from like, you know, Spain and Ireland of like young people are staying at home with their family for longer and longer and longer, yeah. uh, not leaving until they're like in their late 20s or 30s. Yeah. Um, until they can get married and like they can share the rent with yeah. someone. Basically. Maybe you can get married to Nikos's two daughter. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> things will work out with a real estate son-in-law and you can move into the whatever palace she lives in now. Um, and then like, so, sorry, but they're like, and there's not like a lot of work there because like yeah. none of this is like creating jobs or economic development. It's all purely like speculative capitalism yeah. of just like property on like a seaside resort. Mm-hmm. Cyprus is pretty dependent on tourism uh, um, of all sorts of different types, like really, really dependent on um, Israeli marriage tourism. Huh? If you are gay in Israel or Palestine, oh, you can't get married. You go to Cyprus to get married and then you come back. Because Israel will not let you get uh, same-sex marriage in Israel, but they will recognize foreign same-sex marriages. And like Israel, like Israel mm-hmm. to Cyprus is like a thirty-minute flight. <laughs> you can just swim. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Jesus. Um, other weird things that Nikos is two is done he's he's allowed like sleazy forex companies to profligate which is like a bunch of like basically scam like cold callers who try to convince people to invest in uh cryptocurrencies or like the foreign exchange market jesus and this is operated by like these young people they're talking about if they speak english Hmm. because it's operated from cyprus but it's usually ringing people in the uk Mm -hmm. then uh, the labor market has been de- deregulated to such an extent that it's ridiculous. One of the examples I found was lecturers and school teachers are no longer like employed. They are now considered legally self-employed service providers. So like if you're a lecturer that for a college, so fucking sad. Yeah, you are not like Jesus. employed with the college, and this cuts you out of things like uh, um, social protections, healthcare, yeah, pension, school teacher, teacher, yeah. man, Jesus Christ, pension contributions, things like that. Um, Nikos. Very quickly within those 10 years, turned uh, uh, Cyprus into a kleptocracy. Like, yeah, the Cypriot economy before Nikos wasn't necessarily great, it was like falling into things like the tourism trap and stuff like that. But it wasn't this, <laughs> it wasn't this bad, it wasn't this. Um, he's he's also managed to consolidate the media around him during this time and turn the media into this kind of like far-right cheerleading uh, uh, um, kind of like stenographer of power that's usually what yeah, these like things the are UK called. media yes absolutely <laughs> um, and one of the one of the great little stories that I know about Nikos as president about like how much he's like bowed to foreign capital particularly mm. like this kind of investment strategy as I mentioned the Belarusian guy who invented World of Tanks and is like considered to be the rush the belarus's richest guy and also like cyprus's richest guy mm-hmm. uh, or like cyprus's second richest guy i can't remember exactly mm-hmm. um 
by bringing the company that makes World of Tanks to Nicosia, this was welcomed so much by Nikos as president that he gave up the presidential palace in Nicosia to make that the headquarters for World of Tanks. What the? And the presidential palace, which was always like a very like, it's not like a, a um, you know, a period, like it's not like a, a building from the late modern period or anything like that because of like the 1974 invasion or whatever. Mm. It's like a relatively new build. Oh, okay. But still. Yeah. You gave up the fucking seat. It's like the, the symbol of your presidency <laughs> like, and you're giving it to. Yeah. This is this is the island where company. this is the island where subtext goes to die. Like. Yeah, honestly. Um, God fucking damn it! Like uh, if someone wrote that on like a movie or yeah, you know, like you'd be like, oh come, come on, on, that's too obvious. This is stupid. Like, this is stupid. Um, the. <laughs> <laughs> the far right, like the the far right capture of the media, or the right wing capture of the media, has also started propagating the uh, um, the flooding of Cyprus myth. Um, the which is basically, for anyone who doesn't know, is basically what we were talking about at the top of the episode about what's happening in Ireland. Like they propagate this myth that there are uh, too many people from Middle East and Africa coming, mm-hmm. um, which is partially true cyprus is a big like asylum seeker destination mm-hmm. particularly for the eu for like like i said it's three minutes one <laughs> there are a lot of palestinians who do actually arrive in cyprus and things like that um and it's not great and the you know the processing centers there are terrible and yeah and a lot of them do try to move on to elsewhere in the european union but still while they're there and waiting for their applications and stuff it's it's a dire situation but, like, they've used this to propagate the uh, um, great replacement myth, basically, with the added local flavor of it's not like a cabal of... The myth says Jews, basically. <laughs> like, like that's, what, that's, what, like the, that's what the international version of the great replacement says. You know, yeah. like the, the yeah, Jewish yeah. people doing it. Uh, um, they'll use other terms or try to skirt the language, but that, yeah. yeah. But the, the Cypriot local flavor version of it is it's the Turks. Um, uh, yeah. Once, again, <laughs> once again, the Turks. Even when it wasn't the Turks, I knew it was the Turks. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, because like the, the, the myth goes that like, oh, they're trying to take the whole island, so they're bringing in Arabs, which are the same as Turks, and famously the Turks love Arabs. And yeah, never, right? <laughs> and there's never okay. been a contention there hey Jesus Christ um and this is this is this is fueling the Elam that party I was talking about earlier the kind of like golden dawn Cypriot version the fascists anyway this kind of comes tumbling down uh uh in about like 2021 2022 when Al Jazeera runs a report on all this corruption uh draws a lot of attention uh unwanted attention uh, by the EU and international spectators, things that anyone was who was probably paying attention knew, but now it's just kind of like undeniable and kind of embarrassing for the EU. So they're they're making efforts to try and stop it. Yeah. Uh, one of the people actually involved in the implication uh, in the corruption was actually a member of ACL, the Communist Party. Uh, they were immediately like kicked out of the party, and Good. yeah, and most people involved were from Dizzy, um, but like, and I'm, I'm guessing they're still in their positions right yeah yeah they're, 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 they're still around in some capacity they may have been like shuffled around in some capacity to like like the priest yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, we're just gonna send you to another church yeah absolutely um 
So that's led us to this election. And it's not great because the guy who's in charge now is also basically dizzy. Um, but unlike the dizzy party structure that's kind of in favor of like Cypriot reunification because we think that Greek Cypriots are in a better economic position. And mm-hmm. even if we give the Turkish Cypriots their own kind of like state in this new federal Cyprus, we'll still be the ones with all the money and power. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the kind of like dizzy version of reunification. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Akal is a bit more just like, and then we need to do something about like redistribution. And they also want to use, Akal wants to use reunification as an excuse to get like the Orthodox Church out of education. Good. Uh, yeah, because that's very much poisoning them against Akal and things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... Hope in terms of Cyprus and a lot of cool stuff that's been happening there is there's been a lot of uh, mobilizations with the people and by Akal uh, uh, and forces to its left. Um, there was a huge uh, mobilization against land development on a protected like nature reserve called the Camus, um, which again is being fueled by this whole like CIP thing of do real estate investment, where we're going to put that new real estate. How about on this nature reserve? Um, (laughs) uh, There's been mobilizations against high rent. Uh, There's been mobilizations against the British bases being there because, should also say, Ackle and a lot of other parties are very in favor of like a non-alignment kind of like neutral Cyprus, Mm -hmm. which Cyprus as a state is neutral, but it has these huge British bases on the island. So like, yeah. Um... And yeah, that I, I should probably mention at this point the the EDEC party, the party that like claims to be uh, um, Maoist, but like recently has like voted against bringing in like an NHS cell system into Cyprus. And yeah, they mostly just seem to be like, "Do you want to call yourself left wing, but then hate the Turks?" Is kind of seems yeah. to be there. there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're like they were also a part of the like anti-British bases because they are like committedly non-aligned as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been massive uh, teachers and nurses strikes where that's been also being really uh, um, hopeful as well because there was like solidarity strikes by the nurses and teachers mm-hmm. in the Turkish half as well, and they were releasing statements in support of. The- oh, that's so cute! Yeah, <laughs> I love worker solidarity. Yeah, and then like. I've been making a lot of jokes about, like, we can't build here because a Turk was here once. But the vast majority of normal Cypriots, both Turkish and Greek Cypriots, do not care about this partition, do not particularly like this partition. Um, It's just, like, a really awkward and historical thing. Um, There was a huge um, strike by food delivery drivers by our old friends Volt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Finnish company that now seems to own all food delivery in Europe. Uh, And also Kazakhstan. Um, <laughs> for some random reason their their growth strategy was to expand into like Eastern Europe first before starting to move to like Western European countries um, anyway but that was like the first example in Cyprus of like self-organized uh, strikers without like a union because there wasn't a union because they're all people who are uh, uh, Asi- migrants yeah. Yeah. asylum seekers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, Ackle and the Ackle Aligned Union Federation did come out in support of those strikes, but like, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a huge protest in early 2021 where a protest the week prior 
uh, a young woman had been uh, uh, nearly blinded by a water cannon that was provided by the Israeli government. <laughs> Israel and Cyprus work quite close together. Anyway. <laughs> what can I say? No comment. Yeah. Um, this started like a, a huge protest with like 21,000 people, which is a lot for this tiny country, um, under the banner of Ostame, uh, meaning enough. Um, and this was a huge thing, protesting against the like corrupt government, the military style cur- curfews, uh, during the pandemic uh, and general ill treatment of asylum seekers um so yeah pretty optimistic on those parts mm-hmm. but um we did it we did a cyprus episode a how land- do you feel <laughs> i feel pretty good this island is fucking insane. it is jesus i did not know any of that and mm. i am flabbergasted um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah because like I, I i'm gonna be real I I knew this all started when uh, I knew like a Cypriot person growing up a what in any other context would be called a London Sip but they just chose Ireland rather than London London. Uh, and their family did anyway Uh, like these people were like born and raised in Ireland they're Irish kind of thing but like Mm -hmm. still it was like I met their grandparents once I was just like do not mention the invasion I was like I'm 15 I have no opinions of the invasion (laughs) there was an invasion (laughs) tell me about it I'd like how am I going to say something wrong I don't know anything like I'm going to walk into the conversation with his grandmother and be like you know who rules the Turks (laughs) the Turkish government Who I know lots about, 15-year-old Kiran in 2006. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I just go over with my full, like, Turkish flag t-shirt and I, like, oh, no. <laughs> big backpack with, like, an Ataturk sticker on the back. Just be like, that's right, I'm a Kamalist. <laughs> My grandma just starts yelling at you in Cypriot. I believe in a liberal Turkey that punishes the Cypriots and the Kurds. I don't see any contradiction with that at all. <laughs> in Ireland as well, like, yeah. Jesus Christ. For every Kurdish person out of Turk shot, he educated 12 Turkish people how to write. Oh. And I think that's a trade off that's worth it. That's Kamalism! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, this literacy program is fueled by blood. (laughs) Literally. Oh, and with that, that was Cornish Baby for a week. Um, Yeah. yeah. I hope you you bared with us this roller coaster, this Coca Cola roller coaster. you were waiting to say that weren't you i was for all of five seconds and i was like here's an opportunity bring it up again i saw your your eyebrows showed up i'm like oh no i said the word um (laughs) and then um all i can say is i'm going to shout out the patreon because we don't advertise the patreon nearly enough but if you you know donate money to us it does exist it does exist uh and i think the episodes we've put behind there um have been bangers uh, uh, recently, and so. we've been pretty good about actually doing them. We've been, we've been doing they it. Do. <laughs> Don't say we're not doing it. If you do, it makes me sad, and I see it. <laughs> I see you posting. <laughs> no, one posts. no, no everything. one posts about that. Everyone seems to like us. It's fine. Oh, and, that's nice. And we like you too. Engage in this parasocial relationship. <laughs> Insert listener that name is here. your favorite host. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, hit that bell button and we'll see you next time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> bye bye. Ciao.